When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. The United States, Israel, other democracies have a responsibility to do everything possible to protect civilians who may be caught in, in harm's way. Well, that's Antony Blinken. He's, uh, he's arriving in Israel. We'll see how that goes. Well, he's there to talk to not only Israel, then he's going to go talk to Lebanon, he's going to Syria, and he's going all over it because they're, they're trying to get them to pause if they're not a ceasefire. That's what the whole point is, uh, according to sources. He's not going to win. You, you can't, we, we can't, as just an outsider, go into a country that, that believes with their whole heart that they have been attacked mercifully and tell them you have to stop fighting because we're telling you to stop fighting. Well, it's benefit, not your fight. It benefits Hamas, and that's the argument against it. Why, right. why are you giving them this, this, this time to prepare? Yeah, you give about? them a ceasefire, and all they do is regroup. It doesn't, so even, it doesn't even matter. This is all a show. Israel's not going to pause anything. We can only that, that was they When they come out with a statement on October 7th and said, we're going to change what this part of the world looks like for the next century, in retaliation for this. True. Yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be a pause. I, I don't think so. Have you ever heard of a pause deal? No. This is a new term. Yes. This is how they wordcraft things. It's not They're a trying ceasefire. to push because a peace deal, that the whole idea was such a bad way to, to phrase that kind of thing. Peace? Your country just got attacked. What are you talking about? Peace? Well, it's not a peace deal we're pushing for. It's a pause deal. Okay. So we can get right. we can get Americans out. <laughs> uh, okay. Sure. Anthony, you keep on. A humani- Now they're calling it a humanitarian pause, Bill. See, we're going to put that spin word in there so Israel feels obligated to get the, you know, the wounded and the Palestinians who want to get out of Gaza <laughs> yeah, okay. and the Americans. Uh, yeah. Sure. No, it's not going to happen. Here's They're the next thing to watch no. out for, and it's been, the, it's been the dirty little secret, and no one's wanted to bring it up, but you know, the, the push for refugees and which Western countries are going to have to take in millions. Mm. There needs to be a strong pushback against this because that's, that's – I that can- may be that may be the end goal of why they attacked Israel in the first place is to import terror to every Western country even more. That may be the entire goal, which is why all these Western countries, including us, have to say no. Can't do it. Well, I can't imagine we're going to say yes to any of these refugees based purely on the fact that New York is now offering the migrants that they do have oh, I, I, one-way tickets out of the city. That, that doesn't matter. That call is coming next week. You, you will hear about this. The call is coming next week right on schedule to import all of these refugees from that area. That's the next thing. That's why he's there. It's coming. It's, it's happening. It's, Is there uh, enough pushback? I don't know. Will, Eng- will, e- will England have the cojones to say no? Will Sweden? No, no. I don't think Germany's going to have the cojones to say no, and they're in big enough trouble as it is. But look at what's happened to London. Look at what's happened to Paris. Look at what's happened to these other European major cities that mm. have fallen by the wayside, basically, to everybody that's migrated there. You've it's, imported people that hate you yeah, and hate why, your culture. Why? How did you think that was going to go? It, it Not all of them. Some are looking for a better life, but but there's a strong element there that's trying to destroy your cities. 
Good luck. Uh, look at, I mean, in Paris, they've taken over. It's uh, there's there's a no win situation in that city. Poor people. It's a great city, and they're hosting the Olympics. Yeah, should that's right. In, Next year, be interesting to see how this. So that could be yeah. Paris's answer to not taking any of these these you know refugees. Uh, sorry, we got the Olympics. We're going to get ready for. We need all the space we can. Oh, they still will. Wow, uh, that's a that's a good point because when they were awarded the Olympics, Europe looked like a lot different. Yeah, it's not like it is. It's, today. it's a big change. Wow, I I, I always know. I know I always I, I used to love going to Europe. I'm afraid to, I won't go back probably for a long time now if I ever do, hmm. which is sad. Great cities to go visit. Hmm. All anyway. right, fluffy entertainment news to get out Please. of that. This uh, Beatles song that got released yesterday, it's like skyrocketing up Spotify. It's massive. Uh, you know what it is, too? It's it, Here you are. You have uh, John Lennon. He's been dead for how many years? Uh, it, uh, was it 1991? Was it 90? 80. It, was it that long ago? Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. So, yeah, I, a long time. And then George Harrison's been dead for at least 25 years. So between the two, you have George Harrison's guitar, you get John Lennon's lyrics and his voice, and then you get the two remaining meaning Beatles together on the same song. So I mean it it is in its in itself it's it's number one earth shattering, but it's historical. And now you open it up to people who've never heard the Beatles before. Yeah, and I think that's the good thing. I mean they, they took an old tape, one of them that uh, Yoko had actually found and, and this one was I guess the audio was so bad they couldn't do anything with it in the nineties. Technology got better and uh they re earthed it and it's called Now and Then. And Diener, what'd you say for the the actual there's a video of this thing. How yeah. big is that now already? Uh, yeah, the Beatles have a YouTube channel, which I, I didn't really think about, but it makes sense that they do. It yeah. has, like, uh, I think over 6 million views since they put it up last night. <laughs> wow. It's pretty Huge. impressive. Yeah. So I think it goes without saying they've got another number one. This is what it sounds like. It's good. All right. It's, it's put it. It it's 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 phenomenal because it has two people that have been dead for all these years, and it got the Beatles back together. Well, that's true too. So uh, let's look at it in that perspective. Is it one of the best Beatles songs ever? No. Is it the top ten Beatles song in my world? No. Yeah. But still, oh it's the Beatles are back together. So I I think those six million views are probably from people you know uh, thirty and above who knew who the Beatles were. Do people that are thirty? Yeah, they know who the Beatles were. So it's it's a and just lot. out of curiosity too, you know, just people wanted to hear what it sounded like. It was a big release, a lot of hype. We've been talking about this for like four months. Um, this one of the surprising things was George Harrison's actual guitar part being a big part of it. How did that come to be? Paul McCartney explains it. This is guitar solo. We had kept George's guitar parts from '95, and I thought what I'd like to do is do a slide guitar solo in George's style. It was really a tribute to George to still be working on Beatles music <laughs> in 2023. Wow. Now and then, it's probably like the last Beatles song. And we've all played on it. Exactly uh, what you said. I mean, they took... They all contributed, just uh, posthumously for uh, a couple of them. That, uh, but I mean, just think of how amazing that is. Uh, so be ready. There's going to be concerts with the Beatles, all of them. It, it could feasibly happen. Elvis could come back and, and do a concert for you, Bill. Yeah. I, it, it, it is. It, it, it's it, reality now. At least this is you know pieces of original stuff and not completely created of something new, which is going to happen with AI, but... 
you know, at least this is original. Would you let me ask you this? Would you go see a, a hologram of the Beatles? Yeah, I think so. I would. Anybody else? Elvis? Uh, no. Okay. We've seen enough of Elvis, I think. I think what would make it cool with the Beatles, as far as a hologram idea for the concert, is, you know, you know, God willing, if it's something soon where Paul McCartney yeah. and Ringo would still be there, alongside two holograms of George Harrison and, Paul, and, and uh, John Lennon, that'd be pretty cool. It would be, you get 50% of the Beatles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get half-price tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only paying for two live ones, you know. I don't know about that. I'm paying for the two dead guys. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> pretty amazing development, though. It, it's incredible. So check it out. It's going to be on our blog, is it not, Diener? It is going to be on our blog at 850WFTL.com. So six million and one views. <laughs> that's right. Well, at us, four. So that's yeah. in the three more right there. Going so. up quick. Well, that uh, <laughs> FTX scammer, Sam Bankman-Fried's going to jail, apparently. That was Good. a big shocker in that New York trial yesterday. CLA. I just read, you know, I, I didn't know much about him. I did some research. He's really creepy. Oh, God, yeah. He's a are. creepster. Yeah. And we got that and some headlines coming up next. The Seth Little Morning Show. Keep it here. In the locker rooms in the morning, it's it's an invasion of privacy, as I said, because natural-born males are in our locker rooms, and they are showering in the morning. Natural-born females can walk in there as they please and as they want to do so, and that is not okay, and it goes against what we believe. That's a kid. That's a boy saying that. That was that Loudoun County, Virginia, which is like... I, I would just place a camera there if I was a news director of any network anywhere. That's the most controversial place on earth. Uh, but could you imagine if you have a... 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old daughter in high school at this place, whatever the name of the high school was in Loudoun County, and all of a sudden she goes in to go to the locker room to get changed because she plays on the basketball team or the field hockey team or lacrosse or whatever, and there's some guy taking a shower in their locker room? Yeah, no, I'm not – no, not happening. Uh, That's Loudoun County, Virginia. The reason why we're talking about it is apparently a pushback, and in that county, Jen, which has been – boy, they've been a lot in the headlines the last four years – Group of about 100 students at Woodgrove High School walked out Good over the policy allowing that to happen. Now, is this the same school where the sexual assault took place in the bathroom? I don't think it's the same school, same county, though. Yeah, this was in the event you don't know, some girl who was sexually assaulted by a guy who identified as a girl in the ladies' room. Uh, the school kind of brushed it under the rug. The father was like, why are you not pressing charges against this boy? And the school refused to. They arrested the father. Yeah, they arrested him. Because he was making right. threats against the school. He was just in the news last month because <laughs> Governor Glenn Youngkin in Virginia pardoned him. Finally. He, yes, he pardoned remember? He went to his house and pardoned him. I can, can you imagine that? That's nuts. So these kids that are protesting this thing as they walked out of class yesterday, they were met by a smaller counter-protest oh. insisting the existing policy should stay. I, I got a hard time with this. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, my I, kid would not be in that school. If she yeah, were I would have to say mine either. No. I know. You can't tell me there aren't boys in this world. And I'm not saying anybody I know, but you can't tell me there aren't boys. And that's what they are, boys in this world, that aren't going to look at that and say, with raging hormones at 16 and 17 years old, saying, hey, you know what? If I say I identify as a girl, I can get in the girl's locker room. Which, sadly, in that county, this is why they've been in the news so much, it actually happened. Right. It's not like they're basing these kids are basing this fear of a safety issue out of thin air. It actually happened. They actually had an assault so, f- as a result of this policy. It's not like they're crazy and they're just and, making this up. And they don't change it. And the school board stands by this policy. I, 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 what, what is their logic? They, they don't like girls? 
<laughs> I mean, what is up with this? And also from just the boys' perspective, which they this, this seven news in Virginia actually got good for them. They got another perspective. This this boy football player goes. I'd like to be able to, when I get off football practice, put my pads away and change and not feel uncomfortable when other genders are in there watching me. <laughs> so from his perspective, too, uh, less of a safety risk, but he's got a point. Kid's just trying to, like, shower before he heads home. <laughs> and there's some chicks standing there looking at him. Yeah, because we're so so secure as high school boys, right? <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. God. <laughs> Between that and your raging hormones on both sides. I mean, just what what, uh, what a... absolute it, social, you know, experimental lunatics decided this was a good idea. This is a, this is a policy wrought with problems. God, you're and, not kidding. They don't get it. They don't get it. I and they're not going to get it. The Loudon. I I don't get this whole county. This is the same county that called in the FBI and said the the parents that were fighting against the, the curriculum were they were threatening school board members. Therefore, they were domestic terrorists, and they had to call the FBI on them. Domestic terrorists. Yeah, because they were they, questioning they, what they're. They they showed up at a school board meeting, and they wound up on an FBI watch list. Huh? Oh, my God. Who is in charge? Hey, this is something like you'd see in the movies. Unfortunately, it's taking place it's in scary, real life. Isn't it? It's horrifying to me. I laugh, but it is. It's horrifying. Uh, we had to laugh at this because it's so bizarre. So there's, <laughs> there's some leader of Hezbollah that actually has a giant international press event today. They, they released press events. There's a big. He's gonna now. He doesn't show up in public. It's gonna be in Tehran, but there's thousands, tens of thousands of people are gonna show up for it, as he's on video, and they're gonna and they're gonna make the announcement about where Hezbollah, the terror group, is going forward in the war with Israel. Yeah, this is not good because Hezbollah's main uh, backing, as far as financial, is Iran, and we all know that Iran just got six billion dollars from us. So Hezbollah probably has six billion dollars from us. Isn't that lovely? But the killer is, here's a guy that is probably one of the most evil men on two feet in this planet of this earth, calls a press conference and is telling the world, I'm going to have a press conference. And and everyone's going to cover it. Okay. Like, uh, okay. Can we get a media? Like, what's the press release like? Can we get a media opportunity? Yes. Yeah, call Hezbollah yeah. press office at. Can I get in one-on-one with oh this guy? Oh, my God. But it's, uh, it is a big deal oh. because I guess it determines how the rest of the the. the Terror-backed part of the Middle East is going to is going to respond. It should be interesting to see if Hezbollah says that we're all out now. We're all at war with Israel as well. Uh, you know, they've already been lobbing bombs and stuff, but maybe they declare the war today. Uh, not a good thing. Or or pull a one eighty and say we didn't do anything. Well, they could also do it's that. Not us. I got a feeling this guy likes to kill people, so he's going to say we're we're going to attack Israel too. Love that they have a press event, <laughs> and the Western media is like falling all over it. They're like, and, "Oh, it's even worse. It looks like a Spielberg movie." It, it, this, these people, Diener talked about it yesterday. I think a rapid fire about how you know advanced their technological filmmaking is. It's like ridiculous. And apparently, production value too is the, for the live event. I saw the setup for this thing for the for the showing of his video announcement. It's it's like the opening ceremony of the Olympics. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> Okay, and we're going to, at 3 o'clock, by the way, if you want to tune in, I'm sure you can find it on most TV stations around here. They'll be covering it. All right, in the meantime, better news. Now 70% of us in this country think changing the clocks this weekend is a waste of time. That's actually a good sign. That means... There's more momentum ever for just keeping one of them. May Marco Rubio may finally win with getting rid of daylight saving time. As we, uh, we fall back. 
this weekend. You get your hour back, but we got to pick one at some time, which I think would be daylight savings time, right? Yeah, the one we're in now. Yeah, yeah we wouldn't fall back. It would stay this way. Because now, you know what's going to happen? By December, like 5 o'clock, it's dark outside. I can remember, especially in New England, remember it used to get dark at like 3.30. It used to get dark in October, and you'd see the sun in May. That's what I remember. That's why I'm here. So it's like that song, That's How I Got Here. Well, that's how I that's got here. That's how I got here. I thought the board got sh- you just got shook, and you fell down here like everything else, like your dad said. Like everybody. Like everybody in Florida. But that's good. That's uh, more momentum than ever to, to just keep it. Well, I, I hope so, because it, it remember they tried to do it here in our state, and how many people fought against it? It was the panhandle. They were like, no, because we have to do business with Texas and everybody else, and they're on mountain time, so we got to stay on mountain time. Panhandle. I'm like, come on. <laughs> what the hell? All right. Switch. All right. And you do have pockets of the country that want to stick with doing two. That, fine. You know what? Have your own time zone. Yeah. I don't care where you are. Do You just have made-up <laughs> pretend time. The rest of us are going to pick one. So they have pee time. It's pretend time. Yeah, whatever they want. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Speaking of time, we've got rapid fire time oh. coming up next. We're going to update you on all the headlines before you head into the weekend. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. We're on the cusp of a weekend. It's right over there. We gotta we gotta update you with some info before you head off into the wild. Jen, what's going on? I, I found this kind of interesting. Our own Florida Senator Rick Scott. You see what he did yesterday? I did. He endorsed Donald Trump over Ron DeSantis. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Really. yeah. Uh, of course, wow. he was governor before Ron DeSantis. Uh, he said uh, Republicans need to come together. We have to stand behind one candidate, one that's going to beat Joe Biden. And then I guess he did an interview on NBC, and they said, "Well, why didn't you, you know, think about endorsing DeSantis?" He goes, "Never once did he talk about my endorsement to me. Never once asked me for it." I guess he felt like he either wasn't going to get it or didn't need it. I, either way, and but, Rick Scott uh, did a whole video announcement, and it's a big deal. And yeah, then Trump Trump wrote him a nice thing on, of course, Truth Social. He said. Very honored to have Rick Scott's endorsement. Go. There you go. So there we go. One falls. I, I'm sure his Rubio's probably going to go with Trump as well, right? I would assume. Oh, well, that's a good question. That's a great question. Or maybe he, you know what? Here's my prediction. He doesn't endorse anybody. Oh, he stays neutral. Could yeah. be. Uh, it, unless somebody asks him. Wow. I didn't think about that. Well, hmm. on that on that note, Jen, we, I think we talked about this yesterday off the air. You, we were like... Does anybody even care about the debates anymore? No. That's, what's it, is it Thursday night? It's actually on uh, Wednesday, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. It's no, in Miami, right? It's in Miami, Wednesday night, November 8th. So well, Mike Pence won't be there. I know that much. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, my question is, how long before DeSantis drops out? And the, it's going to be a while only because he is second in the polls. But at some point, you're going to have to be like, okay, we're, you know. Isn't it was he fun. tied with Nikki Haley now? He is, yeah. Yeah. He keeps stepping in it, too. DeSantis had some statement yesterday. Somebody asked him. I think it was MSNBC. They asked him about the Trump civil trials. Right. All he had to say, how tough is it? All he had to say is, look, even though we're rivals, this is a bunch of crap. This is uh, political uh, election interference, blah, blah, blah. No, DeSantis starts off by saying, he goes, I think Trump's going to beat it, but uh, America should not vote for anybody that actually is found guilty in this case. You got to stop doing that. Yeah. Oh. Just come out and say, Vivek came out and said he thinks it's a bunch of crap, and he's running against him. Right. Well, again, what, why is it so tough? I, because he doesn't like Trump. I guess. I don't know. Because Trump's buried him. Yeah. Um, this is the biggest headline of the day. We've been talking about this a lot today. Jurors have found FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried guilty 
Seven federal counts of fraud and conspiracy. Looks like he's going to jail for a long time. I would assume the rest of his life. Nearly 20 witnesses testified over a month-long period on the cryptocurrency exchange founder's case, but there were a lot of legal experts that said there's not enough there. He's probably going to get off on this, but no, he's going to jail. You know how he went to jail? You know why they got him? Mm. That uh, wormy uh, girlfriend of his that he dumped. Turned on him? She turned on him. She testified against him, so I'm sure she shared everything. She At one, one of her comments, she said, it was my first year ever of trading, and we made $10 million. She said, I had no idea what... Wow. So uh, it, she, it, it was all people. a scam. She she said, I was just told to do what to do, and I didn't know what I was doing. Weren't they the ones on their like record-keeping books They used emojis yes. To, yes. to signify their expenses? Yeah. yeah, the feds looked at the books. They said, what is this? <laughs> They actually, they actually had bank records that were like with emojis and <laughs> smiley faces and oh poop emojis. Uh, great. <laughs> and they wonder serious. why they got caught. And there were like uh. really well-known business people and celebrities and sports stars like investing millions with them. Like, did you look at the books? That's insane. God. <laughs> Jeez. Well, this guy, I wanted to bring this up to you guys because I found this fascinating this week. Obviously, for me, I've been consumed with the possibilities that loom if the Miami Dolphins beat the Chiefs on Sunday morning at 930. Oh, you've been consumed. Right. I've been consumed, please. <laughs> and, you know, and I guess what's on our pick sheet this week, I bet. Well, duh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Probably the biggest regular season game they've had in maybe 20 years just because of the opportunity that's ahead of them. But I ask you this. Is it who has the advantage here? The Dolphins flew to Germany on Monday, landed Tuesday morning. Okay. They've been there all week practicing, getting used to the time change, acclimating their bodies. So they can act that. Exactly. The Chiefs stayed in Kansas City and got there today. So it's a quick turnaround. So which one do you, is there an advantage one way or the other, do you think? Well, time-wise, I would assume, with the time change. You would think so, right? There's a big difference with time change. It ain't going to help you, Dolphins. (laughs) Jeez. Travis Kelsey is not getting any sleep anyway because Taylor Swift's taking all his time and, and like, taking all the energy out of him like a scarab. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a factor. (laughs) That's a line from Rocky, women weaken legs. Women weaken... You can't win, Rock. (laughs) Taylor Swifties weaken legs. (laughs) I would, I would have to say Dolphins' advantage. I think it's always an advantage to get there earlier. It's like a Super Bowl week. You get there earlier, you acclimate, you chill, you know. Right? I mean, that's what I've always thought. I was kind of taken aback. I can't. It's so funny you mentioned that. I wish I remembered who it was, but it must have been a Dolphin because they was a, from a press conference. Somebody said they don't like the whole Germany game thing, but they're happy. But they're happy they arrived early because of their. You can get on a normal bathroom schedule. Right there, there you oh go. My gosh. I can't remember who said that. <laughs> it's like the little things you don't think about. Right. You know? Right. It's it's important. So I, I think it is an advantage for them. I think it would be. I yeah, mean we'll I see how be. you know we'll see how it turns out on the We're on still the field. Not pick them to win. <laughs> well, that's fine. <laughs> uh, I did see one of the the first breath conference from uh, Mike McDaniel with the German press though. Yeah. They did not get that guy one bit. Because he's Dean or no offense. He's a weirdo. Oh, he's very quirky. He's just, he might be autistic. He's a great offensive mind, but they yeah. did not get that guy. You know, he walks out and he's like. They were stunned at how weird he is. <laughs> he, really? he, he walks out and he's like, I know what you guys are thinking. I'm a lot bigger in person. And he's looking around. And he's like, wow, this room is really big. I'm not used to it. And he's just like stone faced. There was stunned silence. And he's like, all right, so who's first? <laughs> they have no idea how to respond to Mike wow. McDaniel. <laughs> Mike McDaniel is the Sam Bankman Freed of the NFL. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he, he, 
he's on the scale, dude. He's on the spectrum. He might be, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, well, as long as you're winning. Okay. That's right. As long as you're winning. Hopefully they continue to. <laughs> we shall see. I, I just want everyone to know, to, to allay all fears, Kevin Bacon is back home. Thank God. And what happened? He was on the lam for like three weeks. For, uh, getting away from Kira Sedgwick? Yeah, they couldn't find him. Uh, we're talking about Kevin Bacon, the pig Aww. from the Pennsylvania farm who flew in the coop. About three weeks ago. They named their pig Kevin Bacon? Now, here's That's the funny phenomenal. part about it. That means he's the eaten kind. Uh-oh. Kevin Bacon heard, the real Kevin Bacon heard about Kevin Bacon the pig being missing and put out a plea for people to help bring him back home. Oh, that's hilarious. It wasn't that the farm missed him. They had a drone following Kevin Bacon the pig, oh. so they knew where he was. Ah. They just couldn't get him to come back. He was oh, hiding funny. in the woods. So what got him to come back? They got him a big, fat, cinnamon, sticky bun, and they loaded it with Benadryl. <laughs> they oh, drugged him. <laughs> that would get me back, too. Yeah, me, too. Honestly, that so works. So he came back, and, and, and yeah, he fell asleep, and they picked him up and brought him back home. And just so you know, they, they also decided they're not going to have Kevin Bacon for breakfast. <laughs> uh, they're going to keep him uh, to keep the young piglets company. Sounds like a mischievous pig. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I like the name though, Kevin yeah. Bacon. I like they enlisted the real Kevin Bacon to help out. That's Isn't that good. Funny? Actually, he he chimed in on his own. Oh, I love that. They they could, have you watch him? Do you follow him? He and Skira Sedgwick every day do a song with the farm animals. Oh, they're doing they're singing with and the dancing. goats with the pigs, oh, yeah. the like horses, them. the donkeys. They're hysterical. So you know that six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh yes. Even with a farm animal, uh, yeah. there's, there's a connection there. You're it's right. Kevin Bacon. The Who pig. was the celebrity? We had the story a while ago. Somebody had a pig. and They called him Menachem Bacon. That was my pig. Was that your pig? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I was right. It was a celebrity. You're a celebrity. <laughs> Please. We all had right. all kinds of fun names for our pigs. <laughs> We're roaring into the holidays. Oh, no. And social science. Science! Oh. Says? The average person, that would be you and me. Yes. We'll go to 10 holiday events this year. That's no. That no, that's doesn't a crock. Nope. <laughs> I'll go to like two. <laughs> I'm thinking about two as well. I'm thinking yes. our Christmas party and dinner at my house. Now, hold on. <laughs> this is... This is holiday Christmas parties around the neighborhood. This is work parties. This is your spouse's party you get roped into too. So when you think about it, ten doesn't sound too crazy. It I just can't. it's all it all blurs into one in this uh, crazy well. time. So, but I mean, like, if my neighbors come over for drinks, is that considered yes. a social event? Oh, okay. Well, geez, there's more, more than, than you than think. <laughs> there's more than you think, which is why we're so huh. tired during the holidays. There's my, too much going on. Interesting. Yeah. But see, my street drinks a lot during the holidays. Your, oh, your street drinks yeah. a lot during Wednesday. That's right. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> because we have all these different ethnic groups. Like my neighbor across the street, Patty makes I don't know what it is, but it's this Cuban drink. It's got all kinds of booze in it. So nice. we do those. I do elf martinis. Sorry comes over for those and the other house does they do Jack Daniel things oh that I, sounds delicious oh we all have everybody Wonderful. has a specialty drink so we all get together at everybody's houses it's good it's different nights during Jen the arrives in the driveway and they know they're there so they can start the party so <laughs> <it's> like... <laughs> 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 Woo! Jen's home get out the elf martinis <laughs> put the shoes on <laughs> Sorry. Elf martinis are good. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm coming over your house for the holidays. Now, there you go. That's that's on my list of ten. Gen- See, it does you sound can awesome. come to my house. Yes. Oh, good. Uh, there's always food and there's always booze. That, that one you invited it's yourself, it's, so that counts. It's the Italian way. That works for me. Um, I don't know if you have ramen noodles at your house, Jen, during the holidays. No. Did you guys hear this story? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Apparently. Now, we've all had ramen noodles at some point in our lives. Sometimes we had to depend on ramen noodles. I don't know about you I guys. I do love those things. 
I would normally fill it up with water and microwave it yeah. in the container. That's how you did it. That's how I got through college. Happens every day in my house. Well, apparently we've been doing it wrong because ramen noodles just came out with microwave safe packaging. It hasn't been safe this whole time. Are so you kidding me? what have we been doing? We've been eating styrofoam? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I was like, well, this isn't good. That's <laughs> wow, not good at all. Like, how no. many times have we eaten ramen noodles just straight up? Everybody does it. They didn't tell us before it wasn't my choice. I haven't had them in a long time. I used to. I love ramen noodles, but it probably is the worst thing you could ever possibly eat. Oh my eat. gosh, yes. But I love the taste so of it. Yeah. Have you ever had a ramen noodle sandwich? No? Yeah, um, no. My son in law takes two ramen noodles and puts things in. Oh, don't ask. Oh, just like the dry noodle? Well, no, he kind of microwaves a little bit of it, so it's kind of like semi wow. noodly. Okay, again, I hate to <laughs> reference this, but. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Ma's home, start the ramen sandwiches. <laughs> We're breaking out the ramen sandwiches. Woo! <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> El Martini's ramen sandwiches. All right, let's go. Woo! All right, let's get out of this. <laughs> Time change this weekend. We'll talk about that. Some other headlines too. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Welcome to Friday. Keep it here. Very important that when it comes to the protection of civilians who are caught in the crossfire of Hamas's making, that everything be done to uh, protect them and to bring assistance to those who so desperately need it. Well, it doesn't sound like it's going well already. That was Blinken. He has arrived in Israel and there was yelling in the background about something that sounded terrible. Okay, let me ask you this. That, that's like me coming to your house and telling you, you're, you're fighting with your neighbor, okay? And I come in and say, hey, you got to stop fighting with your neighbor. No, because I your see. neighbor has my cat, and I want to get my cat back. And you're going to go, I don't really care. <laughs> so it's, it's my house, my fight. Who the heck are you to tell me that I can't have an argument with my neighbor? That's what Israel's going to tell them. Well, Ceasefire, <laughs> peace, or was it pause? Now they're calling it a pause, they're calling it for. I don't think so. And is it, we say this every time he's on the road, or God forbid, when, when, when uh, Biden goes somewhere. It's a terrible thing that I'm more nervous that Blinken is there. Like, what? A, ever since Afghanistan, what else right. can that guy screw up? Oh, uh, that's the thing, and I don't think anybody has any respect for the guy. No one's Israel. Israel has basically said Netanyahu has basically said he is going to annihilate Hamas. He, he said their mission in life was to annihilate us, so we're going to annihilate them first. When they said rat by rat, when they said the day after it happened, when they said we're going to change. The face of the Earth for the next hundred years. Yeah, geographically, yeah. The way it. the Earth looks <laughs> after them attacking us. I don't think there's anything that's going to stop them. Yeah, and they said uh, they made an announcement earlier this morning that they took out the Hamas leader. So I don't know. I, I would think if it was the like the head head super honcho yeah. uh, Hamas, we would have heard about it by now. But they got somebody else, and they got thirty seven Hamas soldiers now. Uh, so. And they have Gaza City, according to Israel, they have Gaza City surrounded. So they have made huge progress. And they're systematically going through all the... There are 300 miles of tunnels. Boy. 300 miles of tunnels that they're going through. I wonder if it turns out to be exactly what they always suspected, or if they're even surprised that it's more than that. Because they've always known what's there. Yeah, you can figure some way they could figure out what it looks like. But they're going through these tunnels systematically and finding all these Hamas (laughs) hiders. I mean, come on. What kind of group lives underground? Underground, uh, uh, beneath civilian buildings, yeah. using human shields as targets. They're, they're just awful. They're, they're, they're barbaric is what they are.
Wow. But don't worry, Hezbollah's leader is going to have a press conference today, and the world will know about it. Can you believe that? No, I, and, and I did. They've s- announced a press conference. <laughs> I did some research. We invite Western media to cover our press <laughs> conference. Please call 1 800. Oh, we'll kill you if you don't show up. Interviews uh, available. He's, uh, he's doing it actually in Ashura Square in Beirut, Lebanon. At three o'clock this afternoon, oh, it'll be. Okay. It's it's going not to be in person. He's going to do it video because no one's seen him in person since two thousand six. Yeah. So this could be like that Iron Man. What was that movie? Oh, where yeah. what's his name was the fake terrorist. He was the Mandarin. The man. Remember? But he was an actor, right? Yeah. So maybe the this guy's like the Mandarin. Who the heck knows? But no one's seen him out in person because you know if he steps outside, somebody will shoot him. I saw a video of the setup for this thing though. The public event where they're going to have it is tens of thousands of seats. Set up really? for people to watch the video announcement. So Lebanon's Lebanon. all for this. Okay. Great. Wonderful. Great. Let's go to Beirut. Interview Have opportunities available. Please call <laughs> our press secretary. Okay. Okay. Well. All right. To lighten things up. You got a weekend on your hands, kids? Yes. New in theaters. They still have that Marty Scorsese movie that's three and a half oh. hours long. Goodness gracious. Was no. it Blood Moon, Flowers, Spring? Killer yeah. of the something moon. Sure. Flower moon. Something uh, like that. Also, the Taylor Swift eras movie is still out there. That's still out there? But new is Priscilla. I found out last night. I'm going to see this tomorrow night. Oh, this is a chick flick. This is how it was presented to me. Oh, did I tell you? We're going to see Priscilla tomorrow night. And I said, who's Priscilla? Oh, that's why Lauren waited till the last minute to tell you. Yeah, I find these things like when I'm there. Uh, It's based on Priscilla Presley's 1985 memoir, Elvis and Me, which I remember. Written and directed by Sofia Coppola. Kaylee Spaney from uh, yeah. Mayor of Easttown is on as Priscilla. Jacob Alordi from Euphoria is, I, as Elvis. I don't know. You know, know watch is. I watched Mayor of Easttown. That was a great show on HBO. Well, she's Priscilla. Huh. And I have no it. idea who the kid is that plays it. But I can tell you this, Lisa Marie. Boy, she and her mother, did they like really hate each other? Yeah, I think that was a big beef at the end there. Wow, because, you know, remember once Lisa Marie got control of everything Elvis, she threw her mother out, but yeah. that was be- and wrote her out of the will, and here's your five million, get out of my life. Uh, she's totally against this. Before she died, she made a public announcement that, mm. no, this is not my dad. Wow. Well, I'll, I'll have a review for you on Monday, oh, I, I guess. I can't wait. Good. Thank I'll you. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll laugh, I'll cry, I'll kiss 11 bucks goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> 11 bucks? For my ticket. Oh, I'd say 100 bucks for yeah. if you're lucky. Well, they could pay for their own. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Coming up next, uh, reaction so far to the new Beatles song. Pretty good. Yeah. People are loving it. And uh, cancels classes at Cornell University today. Why? Anti-Semitism. Really? Cornell University. Okay. Okay. They got to do something. That and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. She hasn't been here for days, but you know when she's going to come? When the main event's here, and that is Trump. She piggybacked on Trump to get into office. She didn't do it well enough to be a governor. She was a failed gubernatorial candidate. And now she's working on her politics again. She shows up, sits in the back when she should be doing real work because the city of New York has fallen apart. That was awesome. That was Trump attorney Alina Hubba Hubba Hubba. Oh. <laughs> uh, outside the courtroom yesterday, she was visibly just mad, and she was ripping into Letitia James there, the prosecutor going after Trump, who apparently was there in the courtroom yesterday. But he's been everywhere. First he's here, and then he goes there. He's back in New York. He, he never stays in one, never mind city, state at, at very long. And he was in Texas yesterday. 
So he he left the courtroom and goes to Texas. Yeah. Uh, his kids are testifying. Well, they've been called to testify against him or to testify in the case. Uh, I, again, I, I don't understand the fact that they're trying to get him. It, it sounds like it's it's purely out of jealousy that Letitia James is ticked off that Donald Trump well, has been so successful and he's so popular and she isn't. It's out of Political interference is what it is. If he was not running again, it'd be crystal clear, fine, playing golf at Mar-a-Lago. Every grand old time. But I tell you what, things like that with Alina Haba, she will have a prominent role in his administration. Prominent. She might be the new press secretary when he's elected again. Yeah, it could very well be. Can you imagine her? It was good, too. She went off for like five minutes. (laughs) Plus, she's nice to look at. That doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt at all. But can you imagine her in the press room? Somebody gives her crap. Oh, oh, shut up and sit down. You don't know what you're talking about. She's tough. <laughs> like, like a tougher Kaylee McEnany. Yeah. Because she wouldn't put up with any guff either. Yeah, you know, unlike the, the current one who just doesn't answer questions. We talked about Trump. We haven't heard from You know what's wild? With all of these international events happening in the Middle East, it's actually knocked Trump off the headlines just a wee little bit. Yeah, amazing. That hasn't happened in years. Yeah, with the exception of yesterday when we talked about uh, uh, Rick Scott endorsing him. Right. Uh, that was like the big news. Trump was in Texas. And we're then going to go on and beat crooked Joe Biden. He's crooked as hell. He's also incompetent. He's crooked and he's incompetent. That's a bad combination, Louis, isn't it? But we're going to beat him in November and we're going to make America great again, greater than ever before. Hard to believe because you look at what's happened. Trump in Texas is always a big deal. True, but you know, I, you listen to what he said. He says we're going to make America great again, greater than it was. Look at what's happened. Everywhere you turn, and, and we say this all the time, but everywhere you turn, everything's falling apart. So now you got to worry about a Middle Eastern crisis going on, and we have who? Anthony Blinken over there telling Israel, oh, for they're calling it. It's a humanitarian pause bill. They're not going to listen to him. In uh, fact, they're laughing at him. It's not going to happen. Uh, to that point, Jen. Breaking news this morning is the IDF, Israeli Defense Forces, they have just come out with a statement saying they have Gaza City surrounded. Yeah, they're, so they're ready to blow it off the map, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they said, Netanyahu said after the October 7th attack, which was horrific, where Hamas killed babies and women and, and children and everything else in the world. And plus, just that whole, just to watch that video, that musical festival again. Oh, I mean, what kind of animals do that to a bunch of kids watching a, a bunch of groups at a music festival? And that some, would be like coming into Woodstock and killing everybody. And somehow over here in Western media, they're justifying this as like freedom fighters. No, there's no justifying any of that. No, that was so horrible. What's going to happen is Israel will probably say you got one last chance. Civilians leave if you can because we're going in. And that's, that's, and that's that'll it. probably happen this weekend. They got a, a bunch of people out last night and uh, again today at that – what is it? The, uh, that strip in Egypt. Egypt opened up the border. So a lot of people are crossing over, which is, which is nice to get you know, the civilians out who are just pawns in all of this. They're human shields. So we'll see what happens. But uh, they said geographically he was going to change the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. And I guess Netanyahu is going to live up to that. So unfortunately, I don't think Antony Blinken's going to have much of a say. I don't think so either. But he's there. Well, they keep on sending. I think it's a show of faith, basically, just to say, hey, we're here. But at the same token, yesterday the House approved a 14.3, something like that, billion-dollar budget uh, emergency funding for Israel. And the president's already said he's going to veto it because it doesn't have Ukraine money in it. Okay, separate the bills and put him on the record as vetoing money to Israel. 
Let let them show their cards. That's what needs what needs to happen. Well, I think they've already have. Even Chucky e. Schumer, which was shocking because he is Jewish. I was like, okay, he's already said it's going to die when it hits the Senate. And I'm thinking because it doesn't have money for Ukraine. Yeah, it's but make th- them veto a specific only Israel bill so that they can never weasel out of it. And, and they have to explain to their constituents why you did this, right? Uh, but they're going to, you know. It, it's I I don't get the whole Ukraine thing. And they know if they don't put Ukraine piggybacked on Israel, they're not going to get money for Ukraine. Yeah, that support's gone. That's it's gone. See you later. By the way, wow. speaking of Biden, he and the first lady go to uh, Lewiston, Maine today. All right, as they should. That's good. Give him credit for that for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, and better news: this Beatles song that's released yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, it's already like number one. It's huge. And uh, what did Diener say? The YouTube video, including with us, putting it on the morning show blog is up to like six million views. And three, because of us. And three. Six million and three. <laughs> Number one trending in music on YouTube. Is it? Yeah. I, it's, what Makes else? Makes sense. You know, it, it, of course it's going it's, to. It's, it's a big deal. The called, Beatles are back. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come At on. least for one, one more one song. song. Yeah. yeah. It's called Now and Then. 78 cassette tape demo John Lennon made in uh, the Dakotas, New York apartment. That Yoko found in the night. Remember the songs in the '90s she released? I forgot about that when you, you mentioned yeah. that to me earlier. This was on there too, but this one was so scratchy they couldn't figure out what to do with it. Well, the technology's better now. Isn't that amazing? So, so Paul all got this... a hold of it and, and fixed it up. What did that cost? I don't know. That, that's the, I mean, first of all, let's talk. It's Paul McCartney, and he's got billions of dollars, so right. it's, it's no big deal. But just think, you know, you find. You know, uh, an old cassette with your parents' voices on it or your brothers or your sisters mm-hmm. or aunt or uncle or grandparents that, yeah, you know, you, they're not here anymore. And you're thinking, boy, I would love to have this remastered so I can understand what they're saying. Yeah. And and now the technology is here. That's incredible. Paul and Ringo worked on it. Uh, Sean Lennon was involved, too, I think, as yeah, well as D- Danny Harrison. Yeah, it was George's George, kid. George, it looks just like him. He, he looks like a clone. It's a clone of George Harrison. Wow. It's, it's horrifying. It's Sean Lennon, too, I think, was involved. Yeah. Here's the beginning, which is slow, and then we'll jump to like the chorus. One, two. So Paul did the count in. Okay. And then he gets to the chorus part. I hear it, the more I like it, actually. It's, it's got a good Beatles sound to it, and that's because it does. Well, it's the last time, They're, you know, basically they do a song together. That yeah. was the cool thing is Paul McCartney and Ringo actually got in the studio to record with this. And they worked on it. Yeah. And they got George Harrison's guitar in there. Yeah, right? they did. Uh, that's <laughs> it. That also is. So you took two dead guys. Yep. Resurrected their vocals and their musical talents yeah. and put them together with the two. That's, I mean, you think about it, it's like mind blowing. I think it's awesome. And you know what? It also goes to show you how much garbage is out there these days <laughs> that when you have a Beatles song come out in 2023, <laughs> it still resonates with people. It's true. Thank God. You know, it's, it made me feel good. That, that and the Stones being re-earthed again, I feel good. It's 2023 and the Stones and the Beatles have a new song out. <laughs> it, it could feasi- Look at it this way. It could feasibly mean that next Super Bowl you finally get a rock band. The yeah, be- now, yeah but not those two. Yeah, well, we'll yeah. <laughs> see them again on there. All right, coming up next, that big uh, FTX trial is Sam Bankman-Fried. Shocker. He's going to jail. For a long time. Nobody expected that. He's actually going to pay a price for it. It's because hell hath no fury, as they say. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it hap- was. That's what happened. She did him in. 
which is a common story. Yes, that's so true. Don't mess with the ex-girlfriend. Other headlines, too, and why you should have a sandwich today if you weren't even going to already. Coming up next, the self Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We've got to keep students safe, and they will remember what they learned from it and what they learned about their ability to come together as part of it. Well, that's the president of Tulane University. Hmm. Somebody got a hold of him and asked him about Cornell, which is closed today. It's closed. Why no are they closed today? Because of even more anti-Semitic threats after they already busted that kid who threatened to blow up the school. Nice. Okay. So they well, just just uh, Jewish students he wanted to blow up. So so in fear of the lives of the Jewish students on campus, they yeah. shut down the campus. Okay. Okay. And let me ask you this: If your daughter went to Cornell right now, would she still be there? Uh that's a toughie. I don't know. I really don't know. But it's, you know, there's stuff going on in a lot of different college campuses right now. And we're only finding out about it. Yeah, but And, I, I by think, the way, because the National Education Secretary had to uh, go to several colleges and high schools yesterday, including high school level, threats happening. This is preposterous. It's crazy is what it is. Somebody's got to stop this nonsense. All, all these kids that make threats, they need to be expelled. They need to be prosecuted. And they need to be told this is wrong. And they got to learn. Why it's wrong? I want to know is where they're where they uh, is it just oh follow the leader because it's the thing to do kind of era or is it are these people really serious? I think they've taught people for years that when you call anybody the colonists, you hear that a lot. You know, free stop the colonists. They're calling Israel the colonists. Oh, is that what they are? So anybody that's the colonists are, are, are the bad folks now? It's just, it's the, just, just this, this stuff that they've been teaching for this hate for years. But if you want to look at a good thing, look at the positive, which we always try to do, at least it's getting exposed now. These last two weeks have been very revealing what's been going on. But and the, you got to expose it before you fix it. Okay, so you expose it, but is there a fix? You know, when you have Columbia University, the president saying, oh, it's it's still free speech and, okay, well, you can support this anti-Semitism on campus, right. which is crazy. I applaud your perseverance, he said. Oh, oh wonderful. Nice. Harvard's, Harvard's president, until maybe five days ago, was all for the anti-Semitic behavior. Oh, it's free speech. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, that her job's in jeopardy. Oh, you got to stop this. But what are they doing to stop it, other than Cornell closed down the school for the day? I don't know. I really don't know. And I don't does know what that the policy is going to be, but something's going to happen because money's coming out of these places. Because so, big donors, big these are these are prominent schools: Harvard, Cornell, Columbia, places like this. Even smaller schools or less known schools, they're not going to give their money to this. They're not going to do it. Either that, or they give their money and they tell them to beef up security and go after all these people. Say mm. my money will be used for the security team that takes out all these creeps. I don't know. It's just that simple. It's a bad scene, though. It's horrible. And, and, and regardless of whether or not you, you agree with us, just think, it it is never right to hate any group of individuals. No. And why has that been allowed? I, I, I don't get it. it it's, it's all hate. It's all it is. Mm. Stop hating people. In the meantime, in New York, this is a little bit of a shocker, I guess. Most of the legal experts didn't think he was actually going to be found guilty of fraud, but he was. Sam Bankman-Fried, the whole FTX cryptocurrency scandal. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's going to jail. Sam Bankman-Fried perpetrated one of the biggest financial frauds in American history, a multi-billion dollar scheme designed to make him the king of crypto. And it made a lot of people look bad. I mean, a lot of people were doing videos with celebrities, sports stars, you know, so-called Wall Street experts. Oh, he's the next genius. You got to invest. Well, how many, even the the Miami arena was named the the FTX. FTX yeah. arena, right? They, they had so, so much money, they didn't know what to do with themselves. They didn't know where to spend all the money. So they had stadium and arena sponsorships. Well, that changed. Uh, well, I think uh, his downfall, because he was he was pretty 
emblazoned in the courtroom. He's he's kind of a weird guy. He's only 31, by the way. His ex-girlfriend, who was with him when he started the company, uh, they worked together at some firm, and, mm. and she said, I knew nothing about trading. And in the first year, he had me trading. I, I was named like – she was. She made Time Magazine's biggest you know, stars under 30 years old was his girlfriend because of him. She made more than $10 million in one year in trading and because I knew nothing about it. As time went on, he ignored her, so he dumped her. And that was it. So it, the, hell hath no her fury, as they say. She testified against him. They gave her immunity, and she testified against him. She buried him probably. I'm sure she had all kinds of books and notes and videos and text messages. I forgot so. about this until Diener brought it up. We were talking about this during rapid fire. Remember that the investigators revealed they had like their their books – what was actually on the books and transactions? They were putting like emojis in there, and they put emojis in their books. <laughs> they actually, had, they had a okay. tough time tracking a lot of it because they were they were like, like emojis. All right, wonderful. Oh, Great. that's a thumbs up one. Well, that's okay. a poop emoji. That one didn't go well. <laughs> what in the world? It's incredible. That is incredible. Well, he's going. To, I think they said it was like 105 years if they give him the worst. Duh. So he doesn't get sentenced till next March, though. So he kind of hangs out till then. Good lord, it's going to be fun. Uh, here's some good news for you. What? Maybe you're at lunch going to have a sandwich anyway, but you should regardless because it's National Sandwich Day. The Earl of Sandwich, uh, the story is that the Earl of Sandwich <laughs> was a diehard gambler. Really? And yes, and this is this is a true story. And the reason the sandwich was born is he used to tell his staff he refused to leave the poker table. Give me something that I can eat while I'm playing. So they put. I know two guys pieces, like that in Atlantic City. <laughs> two pieces of bread together, and and all the other guys playing poker with them saw it and went, "Hey, we're going to order the same thing." So that's how the sandwich was born. And now the Earl of Sandwich is a restaurant place you can only get at the Florida Turnpike rest stops. <laughs> I've so never good. been. Are they anywhere else? There is actually one. Is there a standalone Earl of Sandwich? Well, not standalone, but there is one in. Um, well, I guess you say standalone in uh, uh, Disney Springs. Oh, there is? There is. I did not know that. Yes, they adopted one. The Earl of Sandwich. It's so good. I love Earl of Sandwich, That's honestly. usually my I've, go-to when we stop at... Yeah. Uh, it's like high class for a rest stop, honestly. Not bad. <laughs> not I, bad. I will have to go to the Turnpike rest stop because I've never been. So. When you go, because you talk about the Wawa sandwich. They got a turkey sandwich? They, they got, got a turkey holiday <gasps> sandwich. Yes. See, everybody's okay. hungry now, huh? See, thanks. It's your fault. That's right. <laughs> I have to go run. Oh, by the way, speaking of running marathons on Sunday, New York. Here? Oh. New York Marathon. Oh, yeah. I saw the signs for that last weekend. Oh, wow. On the bridges. Can you imagine? Go. All the problems they're having there right now, and you're going to go run the marathon there. Please be careful if you're there. Uh, you bring up a good point. Talk about added security. Yeah. It's going to be over overkill there. All right. Well, it's Friday, and we're oh. coming upon the normal time for rapid fire. But you know what that means? It changes. It morphs into something completely different, a different animal. It yes. becomes Friday football picks. Yeah. I'm going to leave. Oh, no. Do your picks? I, no, I'm just going to leave. Oh, okay. I have no chance of catching you. I'm so far behind. You never no. know. Anyway, no, no, no. We'll go through them, have some fun. <laughs> Heading into the weekends coming up next. The South Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Now, normally it's time. We're getting hot and heavy into rapid fire. But you know it's Friday. You know it's 8.35. It just clicked over. That means it's time for Friday football picks. Diener, hit it. Hit it. <laughs> There it is. Here comes Sunday. (laughs) 
There goes your money. <laughs> it's our Friday football picks on the South Florida Morning Show. I think the other day I mathematically figured out I have absolutely no shot of catching Jen. No. Oh, sure I, you I, do. I think I ran out of runway. Well, if, <laughs> if we pick different teams, you might, but I, I, I don't know what you picked this week. So. so my goal with these games this week was <laughs> to try to create separation with the games themselves. And I thought to myself, okay, these games should cause different picks. So maybe we'll All see right. some separators. All right. We'll see. Maybe. Two college, two pro in the wild card. You know how it goes. And for the recap, I'm sorry, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> see? There he goes. I wanted to leave. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to abstain. Bill, last 23-22. I'm 26-19. and 19, And Jen at 30-15. and 15. 30 and 15. You're four games behind me, right? Yes. You made a good comeback, though, because you were yeah. like eight games at one point behind me. I know. It was so, last week. Last week, he was 5-0. and oh. Yeah, that's that one. Remember, that's what happened. He, he, we can always tell because he's like, you know, he floats when he walks in and oh, he yeah. gloats all oh, morning yeah. until nah. we get to, yes, you do, until we get to the, you're such an easy target. And if he gets that <laughs> and the Dolphins win, it's unbearable. <laughs> you're right. Nothing. You're right. <laughs> well, they might be here on the sheet today. We'll see. I wonder why. Bill, you're only seven games behind. And I don't uh, say that. God, it's, it's, it's you over. still can't come back. We'll see with this one here. Alabama and LSU is our first game. This is a big one in the SEC West because it basically the winner is going to go to the SEC title game is essentially to face Georgia. So number 14, LSU, Brian Kelly there and Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide who have kind of been playing like Alabama lately. They they looks like they found their way possibly. Finally. Kind what of a th- rebuilding year, kind of. Yeah, right. What do you think, Jen? Do they uh, continue their winning ways in Bama or does LSU get the big win? Uh, they're in Alabama. Roll Tide. I'm going with Nick and yeah. the boys. I am too. I just think they're going to win flat out. I think they, they are looking a lot better. I've seen the past two Alabama games. I didn't see the first one where they where they lost, but that I, I'm going with them too. Roll Tide. Yeah, I, th- I figured this was the game where we all were going to have the same yeah. pick. It's Alabama. J- Jalen Milrow, the quarterback there, was not playing well to start the season, but he looks... did they bench him? They did, yeah, yeah. He got benched against USF, actually. Yeah. But he's been night and day since, the, the, since September, so they look good. I think Alabama is on their way back up. Washington, number five in the country, 8-0, Heisman Trophy candidate and Michael Penix Jr., the quarterback. They're a three-point road favorite at USC who has struggled the past few games. Caleb Williams, you know, consensus number one pick coming up in the draft. Who's he? Quarterback for USC. I see. Didn't know. So, what do you think, Jen? Does USC get the upset win at home, or does Washington continue to steamroll on the way to a playoff? They're steamrolling. I just picked Washington because I don't like USC. (laughs) Fair enough. Don't ask me why. I only picked USC. I didn't know what you were picking, Jen, because Diener's been hyping up this Caleb Williams kid mm. for a year and a half now. Well, he it's ain't true. doing much. <laughs> Him and his painted fingernails. That's right. He paints his fingernails? Yeah, that's my first red flag. He's won a Heisman Trophy. He can do whatever he wants. That's true. He's <laughs> in the Heisman house. That's right. He is. He won a Heisman Trophy? Yeah, last I, year. I have no idea who he is. Okay. He's the, if you look at those, you know, which is, I love those commercials with the Heisman house. Oh, they're so good. He's pretty cool because he's he's still playing, but he's in there. He's like, no, I'm not deserving of this yet. He tries to do endorsements. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was funny. And he's not good at it. <laughs> anyway, I'm picking USC. I am too, and I thought this ah! might be a separator game. So there you go, Bill. We need USC here. Jen's got Washington. Let's go, fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's go with Trojans. He's going to get a hangnail and screw them all up. <laughs> <They> just, <laughs> might happen. <laughs> See him painting his fingernails on the sideline. Yeah. I just feel like this is a good upset opportunity. It's that night in the Coliseum. You got USC. Again, they struggled the past few games. They won 50-49 to over a very bad Cal team last week. They lost two before that. I feel like this is a game where they're going to put it together and upset their Pac-12 opponent in Washington. Yeah. Or we're wrong. We'll see. So, Jay, oh, you're wrong. You got an itchy nose there, Jen? Yep. What's going on? Okay. <laughs> the NFL games. <laughs> Strange choice of finger. The NFL games. We <laughs> spoke about it. Dolphins against the Chiefs. It's a big game in Germany. 9.30 in the morning. Yeah, they're going to miss church. Or you're going to have to go super early. What do you think, Jen? Dolphins or Chiefs? Both teams 6-2 and two and no Taylor Swift. She's not there. That's probably better for the Chiefs. That's for damn sure because oh. they show her more than they show the football game. Uh, Diener, just because I love to rile you, I'm going to take the Chiefs. No, you don't like to rile me up. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only reason. It's the only reason. Fair enough. I'm intrigued to see where you go here, Bill. I really am. Now, I'm taking the Chiefs, too, only because of their loss last week. Okay. You know what I mean? They're one of those teams because they're very, very good. We know that. The Dolphins are very good this year, too. But the Chiefs have a history of coming back. And good teams do that. Not putting up two losses in a row. And they lost to Denver. I feel exactly. That was a big upset. Remember, you and I both had them to win. And they lost. So, yeah, I am going Chiefs. But, you know, what is it? Like a two-point game? That's a two-point spread for a reason. Yeah. Actually, the public is on the Dolphins in this one because it opened up at five. It's down to two, which who knows what that means. We'll see how it plays out. But that's where it is. I think the Chiefs, but not confident. It's it's a really tough game. If the Dolphins win, I have the Dolphins. If they win, it's by like a field goal. This Mm -hmm. is... A really hard-fought game. If it was an Arrowhead, this is, again, neutral site in Frankfurt, Germany. I would say the Chiefs are probably going to win because that is an extremely tough place to play in Arrowhead Stadium. But since it's the neutral field, I think the Dolphins might have an advantage in that. And like we spoke about in the last rapid fire, they got there early. They got there on Tuesday. Yeah, the did. Chiefs are getting there today. Diener. So I think they have more time to acclimate. The Chiefs could be favored by 40. You'd still pick the Dolphins. And like because you'd be a creep if you weren't, if you didn't. They're your team. Pick the Dolphins and let's move on. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Unless the locals have gotten to the Dolphins linemen and fed them full of wiener schnitzel. Uh-oh, that's <laughs> wiener schnitzel. <laughs> Delicious with sour They're all bloated. <laughs> no, no, Mahomes oh, is going to run right by him. They're like, oh. Stay away from the Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> and that beer. That'll kill yeah. you. Tyreek Hill gets his former team, too, by the way, with the Chiefs and Dolphins. Oh, oh, wait a minute. That's a factor, too. Do you hear yeah. him trash talking? Yeah. He's saying you got to cover Travis Kelsey. We'll, we'll see. I can't wait, man. It's the biggest opportunity they've had in 20 years. He's gonna, the season he said game. he's going to blow by the Chiefs defense. Ooh. Last time he talked trash, didn't go so well for him in the Super Bowl as a Chief. Ooh. We'll see. All right. Well, then we have Dana, the poor Diener. This is the Bengals <laughs> and the Bills up here next. Actually, this is a lot of ramifications with the Dolphins and the Chiefs because these are two teams that really teams, are. You know, vying for the playoffs. That's right. The Bengals at home have been on the way up recently. Joe Burrow looked phenomenal last week against the 49ers, carved them up in San Francisco, and they're at home against the Bills, who have been kind of up and down this year. What do you think, Jen? Well, I figured you both figured I would pick the Bills because I did, you know, know the story there. So I'm going to take Cincinnati and go with Joe Burrow. Oh, the old switcheroo. I'm going with the Bengals, too. (laughs) Sorry, Bill. (laughs) I was curious. I have to, to stop talking here. about these games during the week. That's what it is. Is what it is. Yeah. I have to stop doing that. And I, I have the Bengals too. So wow. Yeah, he's they're at home and he's been on. They they look a lot better. Yeah, I just this if, if the Bills lose this game, they're five and four. Mm-hmm. And then the and the Bengals go to five and three, which again 
with the Chiefs and the Dolphins. One team's going to be 7-2. and two. There's huge games coming up here on mm-hmm. Sunday. The wild card games we have to choose from. Oklahoma, number nine, coming off the loss to Kansas and that upset, what was that, last week, two weeks ago? Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. It's the Bedlam game. They hate each other. <laughs> FAU, Bedlam let's go game? Owls. They're at UAB. They're trying to get to bowl eligibility. They need two more wins. Cowboys at the Eagles. Sunday night football. That is a massive game in the NFC. And then the Seahawks and the Ravens. The Ravens are 6-2, and two, by the way, just like the Chiefs and Dolphins. They're hanging around. No one's talking about them. I know. What do you think, Very Jim? quiet. Yeah. Well, I, I did this purely out of love for my girlfriend. She's from Philadelphia, and we had lunch the other day, and she's going to go to the Eagles game, so I'm going Barbara and the Eagles. Wow, you're going against Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. It's probably a good pick. I, it it I, probably is. I have no idea, but it's for Barbara. You're probably going to win. <laughs> All of these games are very close. I know you did that by design. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the FAU Owls oh, on the road hoot, hoot. against UAB. Don't let me down, you owls, you foul. Remember last time we went <laughs> against them, they won by like 40 yeah, points. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they really like, did. What happened? You're not, you guys aren't going to believe this. What? I went with FAU as well for my wild card. Did you really? <laughs> So, this is interesting. So, there are, there are some separators that work. A couple of games are the same. One. I got one shot. The best I can possibly do <laughs> is to gain one on Jen. One. No, really? No, two. You sure? Yeah, yes, because your wild card's different yeah, than that's mine. Right. Oh, that's so right. Okay. And, and the Cowboys. You, you pick the other game there. We'll see how the weekend goes. You can follow along on the picks, 850WFTL.com. Of course, right there on the morning show blog and on the app. You can follow along all weekend. I should have just picked present. <laughs> oh, stop it. Okay, you want to really incense Bill? Wait till you hear what, what? they're doing with the Kansas City Chiefs for the, the big game. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is ridiculous. Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, I didn't know they played each other Monday Night Football, the oh, Kelsey's. Yeah. It's the Kelsey game. November 20th, yes, and there's there's a big promotion oh, with it. Okay. It's nonstop. It's too much. It is. Well, it, this one does not involve Taylor Swift, which right. is amazing in itself. Oh, it will by the end of it, though. You're probably <laughs> right. <laughs> we got that. Uh, a couple of headlines, too, to wrap it up. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Well, you got a weekend on your hands. You made it to Friday. Congratulations. Thanks, as always, for hanging out with us. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. We'll give you a couple of headlines before we wrap it up with something fun. But uh, Anthony Blinken, our Secretary of State, is in Israel right now. He's going to pretend to ask for a, what are they calling it now? A pause. It's a humanitarian pause, yeah, Bill. Okay. Don't forget the humanitarian. Sure. They, they added that while he was flying over. Yeah. Uh, he- the humanitarian part. Because ceasefire, that, that wasn't polling well. Yeah, <laughs> so, so they're going to try this. And Israel's going to say, uh, no, sorry. Yeah. And it, pause didn't go well, so they put humanitarian in. A uh, big trial out of New York yesterday. That FTX cryptocurrency scammer, Sam Bankman-Fried, he's going to jail. He was convicted on fraud. Lots, uh, it, of, lots of counts. It should be interesting to see the restitution, not only the jail time. Because I think they said if, they, if, they give, if the judge gives him the, like, the worst of the worst, it's like 105 years. It's, it's like a long, long time. But they didn't mention anything about restitution. Does he say he's broke? I don't know. Good question. His parents were there. They were the ones that have the, they had a $100 million compound in the Bahamas where he was hiding out. And we couldn't extradite him. It's the Bahamas. Uh, Just walk in and get him. How did they make their money? From him. $100 million. The girl, his girlfriend, I think, was the one who did him in because she testified against him, the former girlfriend. Her parents were both MIT professors. Oh, well. So it's... she she just she uh, probably had all kinds of notes and texts and stuff that just destroyed the guy. So she knew exactly what was going on. So uh-huh. I think it was her. So anyway, this will incense Bill. I don't know about you, Gina. Gee. I'm sorry. Gee, so, thanks. Oh, well, I'll, maybe, well, I'm not trying to incense you. 
As long as Taylor Swift is, is it, am I the only one who's over Taylor Swift being at these football games? I'm getting there. I really am. It's too much. On Monday, Would you say our overnight guys said they flashed to her with the camera the last game? How many times? Nineteen. Uh, that's too much. Nineteen times. No, no one's watching the game. They're watching Taylor Swift. On Monday, November 20th, there's a Super Bowl rematch. The Kansas City Chiefs play the Philadelphia Eagles in Kansas City. Big and one. you know what that means. Kelsey versus Kelsey, which made Mama Donna Kelsey very famous during the Super Bowl. Well, Barefoot Wines is teaming up with Mama Kelsey so you can enter a contest to win a seat for you and three of your friends in Donna Kelsey's VIP box. No word on whether or not Taylor Swift is going to be there. Odds are not because she's on her European tour. Yeah, but still May. So imagine that. You're sitting next to T-Swizzle. And all of a sudden sudden Taylor Swift shows up. So anyway, uh, the contest. What's up, T? You want a White Claw? I I would assume you go to Barefoot Wine. They have the details. It ends next Wednesday. So if you'd like to go, uh, just uh, enter there. Would you do it? Uh, I I guess In the VIP box would be way cool. I just sit there and go, I'm so sick of this. So sick of this. Anyway, I hope both your sons lose. Oh, we're done. We'll be back uh, Monday morning. Don't forget, tomorrow night, uh, fall back. Uh, change your clocks back one hour. You get an extra hour of sleep. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Take care.